Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about slowing down, tuning in, and waking up. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. Welcome to the new year. I hope you guys have had a wonderful um, couple weeks off from the podcast and maybe caught up on past episodes. Um, And I'm all ready for the new year. So I actually just got back from a vacation in Florida. So I was there for a week and it was, and I live in Minnesota, so it's been cold here, but it was 80 and sunny every single day. So it was very, very nice. And um, this topic really came to me because this is something that I feel like we often don't do a very good job of uh, in our lives is slowing down and making sure that we're actually slowing down with a purpose and not just slowing down to slow down. So sometimes when we think slowing down, we think, okay, what does that mean? Does that mean sitting on the couch flipping through um, TV channels? Or what does that slow down actually look like? And so it can mean different things depending on what you have going on in your life. So I just want to present to you a couple different options of what that could look like. So um, for me, like soaking up the sun and just getting into the rhythm of the ocean and just really getting to chill out helped me slow down. And, you know, a lot of the times if you reflect back, even in the past few weeks, um, coming off of the holiday season, you might look back and be like, oh my gosh, that happened so fast. I don't even know what, what I did or what went on. Sometimes we are so busy in the mundane details of it that we forget to actually be, be present ourselves. And so what can happen is, especially if you're the one who is kind of running the show, or if you're hosting something, it can really get overwhelming. And um, sometimes we forget to actually settle in and um, we take care of other people and forget to actually be present and really honor people with our presence. Because we've always had this, um, I know I have, you always have those people who you're talking to, but you're like, they're not really listening. They're like looking past you because they're thinking of all the other things that they have to do. And so they're not really present with you and that doesn't feel good. And so making sure that we are not that person, you know, that's why it's so important to be present because, you know, other adults can feel it. Children can feel it. That's why kids sometimes are over the wall, like just trying to get your attention because they know you're looking past them. And so sometimes we have to make sure we're not doing that to other adults as well. So looking back at the past two weeks, kind of reflecting like, okay, was I doing that? Or maybe you can think about a person who was doing that to you and you're like, that doesn't feel great. So that's why it's so important to slow down and slow down with a purpose of actually just being like, you know what, this might feel uncomfortable to sit here and not do anything, you know, just be present but that's what we need. You know, so many times now it's so easy for us to grab our phones and to, you know, scroll Instagram, to hop on Facebook and to just kind of numb out, zone out because we don't want to be present or the silence that's happening in this room is uncomfortable. Instead, we grab our phone because it's easy. Like that's a way easier thing to do than dealing with what's going on. So that's something I want you guys to kind of reflect on and just kind of notice, okay, what did I do? Which camp was I in um, over the holiday season? So one way that you can kind of do it now, um, you know, coming forwards or, okay, now this holidays are done. We don't really have any big holidays for many months. So let's reflect on this. How can we actually implement a slowing down into our lives now? So one of the things for me personally, when I went on this, um, when I went on vacation was not to bring my computer. That was a conscious decision. At the last minute I said, you know what? I'm not going to bring it. I don't want to do any work. And I left it home. 
And instead I brought my journal and I brought a book to read. And that was what I did. And it was amazing. You know, I had a lot of reflections and I've, um, since I've came home because sometimes when we do all that journaling, we don't actually do anything with our plans or our goals or our visions. Instead, I kind of dog marked all the pages that I want to come back to so I can make time this week. And I did, I made space in my schedule so I could reflect and look back at those pages to see what I actually want to accomplish. And sometimes that's where the gems I always have found um, really are hidden is those, those reflections, you know, and those moments where we get to breathe, that stuff really comes out and really it's tugging at our heartstrings or it's tugging. It's like, again, it's like the small child who's just pulling at your shirt. You're like, yes, yes, I can feel you. I feel you. And it just keeps tugging and tugging until you're like, okay, I need to honor it. I need to look at it. And that's kind of what I feel like the space can be. If you give yourself a little bit of time is that space to reflect and look at what's going on in your life. So, um, even though I was on vacation, I took my journal and I did my morning pages. So I've been actively doing the artist way and I'm on week 10. I will be on week 11 now this week. And um, I did it all week. I brought my journal, sat out on my deck, looked out at the ocean and journaled three pages. And that was something that I did typically before anyone was up, you know, I'd kind of creep out onto the deck and just chill, have my coffee. And after I finished journaling, I would just sit and stare in the ocean and drink my coffee. And it was delightful. And um, I think sometimes we, those are like the slowdown moments where even on vacation, like I went with, there was 14 of us. And so it was my husband's family. And, um, you know, that's a lot of people and it's a lot of energy. And I knew for me, I needed that space in the morning or I just get too overwhelmed with energy. And I did have one night where I think it was like seven o'clock, um, after we were done eating, I just had to go into the room as people were still there. Cause I just, um, I just get too overwhelmed with so much energy. Like it's a lot every day to be around a ton of people. And I've had this, or I've known this about myself, um, you know, since I was little, I did this when I was young, because I grew up in a large family, there were six of us, and um, like, I would just go up in my room when it got to be too much, I would just have to like, go by myself, hang out, um, like I've got my coloring book out, I brought that down there too, to Florida, and I colored, and just to kind of give myself a little space. So if you know that about yourself, where you need that space, plan that in there or be okay excusing yourself and, you know, doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. Cause I knew if I didn't do that, I was just going to end up crabby and cranky and that's not fun for anyone. So honoring that and being okay with that. Um, some of the other things that you can kind of do is creating this space in your life, not only if you're on vacation, but in your life. Cause I think sometimes we don't put these ground rules into our life. Um, but I personally like to bring them on vacation as well, because I'm one of those people who I, I like to stick to structure and routine. And if I don't actually put intentions out there, I know for me, I just get too wafty and I just will go with the flow, but not necessarily in a way that's going to benefit me. So I made sure I worked out and I lifted, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, went down to the gym. I made sure I moved my bodies on the other day, body, not bodies, <laughs> the other days I went, um, you know, I did yoga in the room. I, um, swam in the ocean, but I made sure I moved. And so maybe you need some structure around that in your life, kind of thinking about, okay, you know what? I do need to plan in my movement into my day because otherwise it doesn't happen. And so for me, making sure I got it in the morning when I knew my schedule was clean, that's the best time for me to get it in. So looking at that in your own life, just seeing how you can put that into um, your personal lifestyle. Uh, some of the other things that I did was because I'm on vacation, and this might not look like this in your general life, but maybe it does. This could, this could be something that you're struggling with, but I made sure I didn't want to drink. I only drink wine, but I didn't want to drink it until at least 6 p.m. So for me, that was like putting rules around that. So making sure that 
I didn't have um, anything to drink until at least 6 p.m. I tried to have minimal snacking. And so I wanted to make sure like I am just having my main meals. And that way I could feel good and I could stick to some of the normal routines that I have in my life. And then I went to bed early. Most days I actually did go to bed by nine because I loved going to bed early. Like if I don't get my sleep, again, that's where things can get, um, I can get cranky. Uh, I also noticed I wasn't sluggish at 3 p.m. And so that was something that was really insightful for me to notice is just saying, okay, why? Why was I not um, Why was I not hungry or hungry? Why was I not so sluggish at 3 p.m.? Um, you know, I'm thinking possibly I'm low in vitamin D because I had a ton of sun while we were down there, or um, I just had enough sleep and I had no stress because I really wasn't working or thinking about work, I was just thinking about, you know, hey, these are some of my goals. And so it was a little different work. So that's something that kind of came to me while I was down there. And so maybe you can kind of think about what, what things that you want to implement in your life or what strategies could benefit you on a regular basis and not just while you're on vacation, but at home, like what are some different, I don't want to say rules, like in the way that they can't be broken, but maybe rituals, rituals in the sense that you tune into what you need that day. You kind of have an overall guideline, but for instance, like if you have something going on on a Thursday night that you're like, okay, this one's going to have to be um, slightly adjusted, you're okay with that. You're not like, oh my gosh, they're throwing in the towel because everything um, just went to crap when really that's not the case. So really kind of thinking about that and thinking of it more of as a ritual instead of like a hard and fast rule that you need to follow. So that's what I would say with the slowing down. Now, the next part of this is tuning in. So right now, if you can, unless you're driving, I want you to kind of close your eyes and ask yourself, what do I need right now? You know, what does my body need? What is it telling me? And the first thing that came up, that is what I want you guys to think about how you can implement into your life today. So maybe it was around, you know, you need a nap. Like maybe it was, I need to work out. Or maybe you're like, I need to plan my meals more. Or maybe I need to stop drinking alcohol. Whatever came up, that is something that you need to tune into. Um, because so many times we, our bodies are always trying to communicate with us. And a lot of the times we ignore her. And so we, maybe we get an answer we didn't like. And so we just say, nah, not going to do that. Or I don't really, that's, that's uncomfortable for me. I don't want actually want to do that. So our minds and our bodies are slowly starting to disconnect from each other. And that's why so many of us feel so lost in our bodies. You know, we have, we've been asked and we have tried to listen for so long, but we're not actually following through. Like you might say, what do I need? You hear it. You don't follow through. So your body just starts shutting down. It says, you know what? You're not going to listen anyway. So why do I tell you? And we just slowly start to disconnect. And I actually can tell that when I'm training clients, I can always tell who's really in tune with their body and who's not by just the way they move. Um, and that's something that you can really tell if, you know, Hey, can I, can I tell my body this and does my mind and body, are they working together or are we overthinking it? You can usually tell if you're really in your head, you're overthinking everything or if they're, you know, people who are easily just like, great, I got it. I can watch you a couple times, pick it up easily. So you can really kind of see which one you are and where you're falling at by how easily you can adapt into some of these things. So for me, you know, why I like to ask myself this is because I don't mind getting a little uncomfortable. Like if the answer is something that I don't like, I don't mind that. I'm okay with that. And for me, when I asked myself, um, it, what came up was I don't want to drink in 2019. So I will tell you, I already broke that rule. 
So I broke that rule after like two days. I had a glass of wine and a celebratory drink um, with my husband's brother. He actually just came from Peru that day and um, he wanted to make us a drink. So what came to that? When we got home, my husband's like, oh, he asked, you know, how is that new goal going? Because he knew I had some, I had a glass of wine and then this Peru, Peruvian wine. And, um, you know, I said, I'd ask that same question of myself on the plane ride home because a lot of the times what can happen if we feel like we broke our rule or if we made a goal or a resolution this year and we feel like we already broke it and we already were defeated, we just throw in the towel and we say, that's it. Instead, I, you know, I didn't want to feel completely defeated. I said, you know what? It was a conscious decision because I asked myself, will I be okay with having, first I had the glass of wine. I had it with my sister-in-law whose birthday it was. She asked if she, if I wanted to drink with her. Um, and I was like, you know what? Yes, I do. Cause it's fun. We're celebrating her birthday. Great. And then with the drink from Peru, I'm like, how often am I going to have this Peruvian wine? Probably not, maybe not ever again. So I, you know, I said, you know what, let's, let's do that. So in that process, what came to be was my goal kind of got shifted. It got slightly tweaked. And what I said, what came out was it feels good if it's like a celebratory thing, or it's not an every, even an every month thing. It's a, Hey, this is a special occasion for, for me. That was our last night in Florida. Um, you know, we had special circumstances around both of those drinks. Great. Awesome. And I'm good. Like, I don't feel like I broke anything. I just slightly altered what I wanted to achieve. Now for me, what's not going to look good or what's going to look um, or feel more defeated is on a Friday night, if I'm bored and it's cold out and I have um, a glass of wine. I don't actually want to do that. Like those are the moments where I want to be more conscious about my decisions. So for me, that's where I'm going to feel a little bit more um, defeated or like I didn't follow through with it. And I didn't trust what my body was telling me I needed. And so those are the times where we have to kind of say, okay, maybe we're sticking with it and we did so well, but all of a sudden it slightly got altered or we got thrown off course. Instead of throwing in the towel, ask yourself, does this need to be altered or shifted in any way? And sometimes the answer is yes. Or if I was on the plane and I asked myself, you know, should I shift this or what does this look like? And the answer was, no, you need to continue not to drink this year. Then I would have followed through and said, you know what, from now on, no more. And that is something that you have to start to trust yourself with. And the more that we ask ourselves, what do we need? And what is our body telling us? The more that we start to trust ourselves and the more you're going to hear what your body or what your inner you is trying to tell you to do. And so the more we can actually listen and follow through, the more it talks to us. And that's how I want you guys to have that relationship. And that is something to strive for this year is to really feel that connection with yourself and feel that you can trust yourself again because you have listened. So that is all about tuning in. So we talked about slowing down, tuning in. Now the final piece is waking up. So finally, it's time to wake up. You know, it's the end of the new year. The holidays are behind us. Um, now it's kind of, it can be long, gray, cold um, rest of the winter for the next, I don't know, three, four months, depending on where you live. Uh, but we still need to wake up because what can happen is we can really start to shut down. So all of those goals that we set at the beginning, you know, probably last week, they can start to kind of fizzle out. So right now we are in the Capricorn season. So with the new moon that just happened on Saturday and also a partial solar eclipse, what that means is a great time to work on your goals for 2019 and take action. So that's something else to take note of. It's not only writing out those goals, but taking the action to do them. So next to the goals, if you have not written goals, I would highly recommend, you know, 
thinking of just two to three things that you want to achieve in 2019 and next to it, write down action plans and give yourself a date next to the action plan. So maybe you want to, you know, um, learn a new skill. So maybe you're working on your headstand in yoga, for instance, write down when you want to achieve this goal by next, write down, how are you going to do that? You're going to have to practice. So if you want to do a headstand, you're going to have to continuously practice. Now write down what days you're going to practice, um, maybe during a class, or maybe you want to come home and do an at-home practice, you know, start mapping that out and putting it in your calendar. And those are the things that you have to do to make things happen. So we can't just say we want to achieve something, but never actually practice or do the steps that it needs to do to get into, um, to make our goal happen. So, so many times I found myself, I've done this where I'm like, I'm going to learn crow pose, but I never actually practice it. So how am I ever going to achieve it if I never practice? Like those are some of the things. So for me, I really want to learn about um, herbs. I really, I'm going to start building my apothecary this year. I personally am like, you know what? They had a sale on um, the herbal academy as they're shutting doors down. Uh, actually, they shut them down yesterday for many of their programs. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sign up for the beginner level course. So I did that just so I could build up my herb knowledge because if I'm going to continue this um, branch of myself and I'm going to continue growing and knowing the things that I want to know to become the best um, herbalist and to become the best Ayurvedic practitioner that I can be, I want to know these things. And so that's something I knew that I knew I had to do. So I already worked on creating my first salve at the end of 2018 and I gave it away as gifts. So I gave it away to my mom and my mother-in-law and they were both quite impressed. They're like, wow, you actually, this, you made this, like, this is nice. And so for me, that is like just an inner knowing like that. This is what I meant to do. I love to play around with different recipes and to try, um, you know, I make the elderberry syrup and my fire cider and, you know, I'm now I'm making different salves. I made the rosehip and elderberry salve. Um, I want to continue this and I want to continue this branch of myself. So I've made it a point to practice something every week. So I want to practice a recipe every week and I'm going to write these all down and have a huge book and a huge recipe book of all of the things um, that I can go to. So if someone comes and says, Hey, I really need help with um, rosacea or I really need help with some anxiety. Like I'll be able to flip through my book and I'll have my different tools right there that I can give out as recommendations. And so those are something that I personally know, those are the steps I need to take. So I've written down all of those things and I've worked on um, each month, I wanna focus on a different herb or a different plant and study it. So I really know the ins and outs of it. So by the end of the year, I'll really know about 12 plants or herbs really, really well. And I've already picked out my first five. And so sometimes when we think about these, you can overthink it. So for me, I'll just give you this quick example of when I thought of the herbs I wanted to work on first, I literally asked myself, what do I want to work with? And I just wrote down the first five. And those first five, I knew intuitively, those are plants that I should be and need to know, need to be working with. So the first one was yarrow. So with yarrow, um, Maya Toll, who was on the podcast uh, a couple months ago now, um, she had a book that came out and in the back of her book, she had a, an oracle deck of herbs. So I of course asked the, the herb deck, I said, what herb do I need to know about and work with this year? The first card that came up was yarrow, which was the exact thing I wrote down probably two weeks ago that I wanted to work with. So to me, like that clearly is something that I need to be working with because it keeps coming up. They keep showing me signs that this is something that you need to do. And that's something that is probably happening in your life and you could be ignoring it. Like you're like, oh, it's a coincidence. 
it's really not like, that's like, Hey, it's nudging you. The universe is nudging you. And those are those little things about trusting yourself where it's saying, Hey, I'm trying to help you. I keep showing it to you. You keep pushing it off or saying, ah, oh, no, that's nothing, but it is something. And those are the things that we got to start paying attention to. All right. So that's something that I want you guys to kind of work on. And, um, I really want you to connect with me. I am back on Instagram. I have, I have a really good spacious relationship with it now, I feel. So the, the time off really helped me kind of find, set those boundaries for myself. So I would highly recommend that if that's something that you need to work on in your life is giving yourself the space to kind of recommit to things. So um, send me over, send me over a DM, um, comment on one of my pictures. Let me know what your goals are for 2019 because I want to know. And that is the week of the challenge this week is your, um, I want you guys to write out two to three big goals for 2019. I want you to write an action plan with dates next to them for when you want to achieve it. So go ahead and start to fill that out, flesh that out. And no matter what they are, there's no goals too big or too small. I mean, really, because one of my goals is to learn Cropos. You know, the others is to build the apothecary, to learn more about herbs. Like I have all of these different layers of my goals. And, um, and hopefully I will almost be an Ayurvedic practitioner by the end of the year. So I'm officially a NAMA recognized Ayurvedic coach. And then the next level is the practitioner. So that's really, really big. And I'm really looking forward to that. And that's where um, those are kind of my next big goals and next big things. But that's something that I want you guys to think about in your life is how do I get there? And it can take time. Like this is something that's been in the works for many years and it does, it does take time and just invest in that now, invest the time now, build your foundation now. So you set yourself up for the future. Okay. That's what I have for you guys this week. I hope you guys have a wonderful 2019. I'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, we have, uh, yeah, we have an interview next week with, uh, my past coach of last year, um, Amber Lillystrom. So it'll be a great interview to tune into, to also help you um, if you have some big dreams in you, she will teach you and show you how to make those dreams happen. All right. So go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the peaceful power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.